0: My name is Courtney. My name is Allison. (laughs) And we're Courtney and Allison of the Double X-Files, a podcast that sometimes talks about the X-Files, but other times doesn't. When we feel like it. When we feel like it, we talk about the X-Files. It is 2017. That is when it is. Allison, what is your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is... To not be put on the spot by me anymore. I was going to say 1920 by 1080, but yeah, sure. That was a bad joke. Really? Because it, it took you a second. It was a thinker. <laughs> I'm very, very tight. tie I feel like it was a thinker. My New Year's resolution is to have a more open mind about the X-Files. Yeah? Just kidding. <laughs> Fuck no. You got me for a second. I know, right? <laughs> um... So welcome to January 2017, the first episode of the Double X-Files in this year. Yeah. Of our X-Files Lord. Uh, what? Cr- Chris Carter? No. Yes. Oh, daddy. Now, if this is your first episode, you have to, uh, we have to tell you two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, um, Chris Carter has cursed us to do this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we must do it uh, forever and always, or all our friends and family will die. Yeah. And number two, we... Don't usually enjoy the X-Files. No. Normally, we don't like it. Normally, we don't like it. Normally, I would say w- there is maybe one episode out of seven we enjoy. Yeah. And normally, this might cause you to ask, well, why are you doing a podcast about the X-Files? In which case, I would refer you back to point number one. Where in that, we are cursed. Yeah. Friends, family, we love them. We We want them to stay alive, so we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. Um, Also, we make hella dollars. Yeah, we are super rich. We're rolling in the... Did you check your Bitcoin bank this morning? Oh, I have so much podcast (laughs) money. (laughs) What are you going to spend it on? Mm, I don't know. Maybe like... YouTube? Penny candy? Ooh. (laughs) You know those penny candies that they're a big, long line of just candy dots? Yeah. And then you try to get one off and you get a little piece of paper with it? (laughs) That's the worst. That's what I'm going to spend my podcast money on. (laughs) Just eating paper. Reminds me of the X-Files. Oh, boy. Hey, we're doing season three, episode 14. Grotesque. Yeah, here's the Netflix description of it. Mulder becomes obsessed with a case involving an incarcerated serial killer who claims he was possessed by a gargoyle. Now, we had a little bit... Before we started recording, Yeah, we had a little bit of a debate, because yeah. every episode, at the end of every episode, Allison and I make a prediction about yeah. the new episode. Allison and I don't... Do you, do you remember any of these episodes at all? No. No. I have a vague recollection of some of them. Yeah, very but little. Not, not this one. Very, very, very little. Um... So right now we're sitting, in terms of points, mm-hmm. I think it's one to one and a half. I have one and a half. You have one and a half. You have, have one. Yes. I'm not sure how we got those points. No, no idea. But we're going to establish that we have them. It happened. Right now. Yeah. Um. Now, it's been a long time. It's been, we've been through a lot of holidays and stats. Mm-hmm. And, um... When we try to think about what you predicted, <laughs> yeah. Well, what did we come up with? I predicted we think that this episode would be about the cartoon gargoyles. Now, if we, if she did not, in fact, predict <laughs> that, I, I don't really want to know. Yeah, no, I, mean, I you don't can tell us. But. but our minds are set. Our minds is so. I'm giving you a half point for that. I like it. So I have two points. You have one point. Yes, Nice. Correct. And uh, at the end of the season, whoever has the most points. Uh, it involves like a feast. Yeah, some kind of feast. For the eyes. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess we have a half season to figure that out. Yay. <laughs> Speaking of a feast for the eyes. Oh, yeah. There's this guy. Mm-hmm. And he is n- naked. <laughs> that is how this episode <laughs> he starts. Is, he is in the nude. There is a nude man. He's modeling. I thought you pooked me and put on like the X Files porn. Yeah, the Triple X Files. I did. Is <laughs> wait what? Did you no? Oh, because <laughs> that because there was no penetration in this one. I would have been really upset. Yeah, that's very How many how many X Files podcasts or. Er- how many X-Files podcasts are there? Uh, one. Just us. <laughs> uh, how many X-Files porn parodies do you think there are? Oh, there's gotta be a few at least to please every faction of the fandom, now, I think. No, it's, it's gonna be tough because a lot of porn is unfortunately really heterosexual. Yeah, that's a real shame. So when you only have one female character... Yeah. Is it just sort of like a GB situation or... Is it, like, do they throw in, like, an alien? Oh, that would be dope. <laughs> With, with the titular alien. <laughs> do do the aliens have breasts? Uh, do aliens have titties? I do not. <laughs> this is a very important question, NASA. NASA. Call us. Do aliens have titties? Do aliens have titties, NASA? <laughs> oh, good start to the new year. Yeah. Yeah. I I my new year's resolution is to talk about titties more. Oh, okay. I'm going to move away from the poop jokes? Yeah. I'm going to go into the brushular area. I like it. Yep. Big old tittle biddies <laughs> That's your your New Year's revolution. Yeah. Hey, can I tell you a story? You may. So, um, no, I decided it's a bad story. Never mind. I'll okay. Keep going. Um, what happens in the episode, Courtney? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, There's a naked guy. Yeah. There's a naked guy. It's a life drawing class. He has luxurious, weird Al Yankovic hair. He does. He has very nice long hair. And it's all the way down. It's all the way down. It's all the way down. let me tell you, the curtain matches the drapes. (laughs) I didn't see his drapes. They were really long. Why do they... Are drapes traditionally... Go on. Oh, I see what I see. Why I just got confused? What? It's because you said the curtain matches the drapes. Yeah, but is the carpet? Oh, because <laughs> one's l- lower down, and I was like, "Are curtains lower than drapes?" No, my drapes go all the way up. Oh, okay. My drapes are parallel to my hair. <laughs> when I flat iron them, you just braid the, it all together. <laughs> it's like matted. You know how um, dreadlocks are really? Yeah. In? Well, you have like. One, I just have one One dreadlock. <laughs> that must be uncomfortable. I would think so. It would be kind of tight. It would be like pulling on. Yeah, you have to adjust a lot. Sometimes, sometimes I have to adjust because like the hairs are poking out. Yeah. And then when you put on the toit jeans, it gets all tangled up. You don't want that. That hurts. I just got a giant bush down there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a the style these days. Is it? Yeah. Pretty sure. I feel my, my porn is out of date then. Oh, yeah. If you've got... If you're still watching porn with a landing strip, you are behind. No, I got them. I got them. Clean as a cucumber. Oh, no. My, that's weird. That's a weird saying. That's really weird to <laughs> say. I don't think anyone says that. Well, I do, too. You're... My my New Year's resolution is to make up idioms. <laughs> Your New Year's resolution is to get all idioms slightly wrong. And that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a. <laughs> we are barely in. We are barely in. Just the tip. Just the tip of the. Okay, he's naked. Yeah. I just can't stress not, that you enough. You can't get past it. <laughs> you are a horn dog in 2017. I haven't. I I haven't been able to move past this guy because he looks like I have. We didn't get to get a character for him. Like, yeah. What's his story? Who does he look like? Yeah. Um, but, unfortunately, this is really actually funny. They're going, they are drawing in, uh, the Heritage Hall on Main Street. Yep. And it's this naked guy who's doing some posing. Yeah. And it's a room full of artists sketching away. Mm-hmm. And then we go into this, like, sketch artist in the back, and he's sketching away, and then he grabs a... Box cutter? Yeah, he has like a knife, like a box cutter, and or like an exacto blade, and he cuts his hand, and then he uses his blood in his horrible painting of a weird uh, Nosferatu. And can I say his painting is not very good? It doesn't oh. look. It doesn't look anything like that guy. No, it does. It in <laughs> that if that is the rubric by which we are judging his painting, then it is very bad. It doesn't look anything like the naked man. Not it like a sweet, beautiful naked man. It looks like Nosferatu. It does. So I mean, that's good. I you know how I love drawing in the X Files. Yes, this episode delivered. Yeah, this episode gave you a lot of what you crave. Crave that really bad drawing. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy who is drawing those fratus, he's he's kind of anxious. We get a lot of close shots, and um, the model is like looking at him, like what you doing over there? Yeah, the model's real suspicious of him, uh, and he rushes out the. Um, uh, they call time, and right away, someone covers the someone model. it puts a little blanket it's, on it's him. It's as if, like, it's, it's, it's like they're being prude. No, I think he was worried that the guy was cold. Maybe. Maybe his curtains are hiding the drapes? Wait. What? It's cold. Shrinkage. Something. His drapes are hiding the Saus- sausage? <laughs> it's... You put a sausage in your drapes, right? He has single pane windows. Mm, It's a bit drafty. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Nailed it. He doesn't have the heated floors. No. (laughs) Oh boy. His insulation is very bad. (laughs) I think we're getting to where we're trying to go. (laughs) Which is his dick. Yeah, his weenus has become in small end small because end. of the cold air. And so he, the model takes his little blankie and he runs out, he runs out. Into the night. Into the night and then he gets stabbed. He gets stabbed, yeah. By the Nosferatu drawing guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cold open. No, wait, is the, uh, is red in this section? Well, I think he's about to, well, oh yeah, because they, um, so they, Basically bust into this guy's apartment. Oh yeah, um, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and we see Red Foreman of That 70's Show. Yep. Um, On during his day job. Yep, this is his day job. This is what he do. What did they say he did during the That 70's Show? Box factory overseer? Are you making up that? Yeah, I have no idea. I like FBI agent. He's an FBI Yeah, agent. yeah, that makes sense. It's like Walter White was also a family man, too. Yeah. In the, the, the show with the three children. Breaking okay. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah! (laughs) Me, I want a oolahoo. I'm trying to think. Is it weird that that's the only show I could think of with three children and they're chipmunks, not children? Because there are so many shows that have three children in them. Name another one with three children. The Simpsons. Shit. Well, they're yellow. They don't count. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I didn't know. Name another one. Um. Did Family Matters? How many? How many children? Can only think oh, of shows that oh, had like an Boy ins- Meets World. Boy Meets World had three kids. For some reason, all the shows that came to mind when you said that were like shows with just an enormous amount of children. I know, right? Like Brady Bunch. Step by step. I think I think Family Matters had like five children. Oh yeah, and cousin Urkel, and he was a small child. Yes, they adopted him. Cosby he Show has not a small child. He's a teen. He was twenty five year old man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cosby Show has oh a bunch just have buckets, too. yeah. They just buckets of children. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how it is nowadays. They're just like we need all the adorable children in the world on this TV show and The Big Bang Theory. They're all children. They're all children. Men, children. Wham. Or should I say, bazongas. (laughs) So your New Year's resolution is going very well. Yes. (laughs) See, I I thought you would like that. (laughs) I did like it. Okay. Uh, So then a man is, Allison, a man is dead. A man has died. And they locked away the artist. And he's, his name is Mostov. And he's from Uzbekistan. Sure is. Did you read about that? Or yes. did you take that from the episode? It's from the Wikipedia. Okay, because I was very impressed that you had sussed that out because I had no idea. <laughs> um, they brought in Mulder to look at this guy because n- even though they've locked him up, there seems to be copycat cases. Yeah, more people are dying even though... So the- after the long hair...
1: N- man. naked
0: man dies. They get up and lock him up. And then more murders occur. I pray that. <laughs> so they're like, well, someone's. I pray. Wait. I pray. Isn't that what you call when. Sh- sh- don't you shush me. <laughs> Isn't that what you call like fondue after you ski? I pray. What? I pray. I, pray. I- <laughs> It's food after you ski. Apres. I, I this is going right over my head. Really? Yes. What do you call food after you ski? Uh post-ski snack? No, I think they're called apres. Okay. Anyway, keep going. I sorry I interrupted. Oh you. boy. Um yeah, so more crimes are happening and the guys locked up so they're like who's doing these crimes? Yeah, and that's why they bring Mulder in. Now, at first, we think Red is like, like Mulder, why are you here? You're chasing You're girls. not supposed to. Yeah, you're, you're s- dumb. too spooky. You're too spooky for this. Uh, but then later on, we find out, and I'll, I'll just, uh, that Red actually asked Mulder to come in. Yeah, he did. They have some history going he on? He asked through Skinner, which is a bold move. Yeah. So... If you haven't listened to our other episodes, we have this mm, hypothesis, if you will, yes, that this entire uh, series is just Mulder trying to find a boyfriend. Yeah, and there are many choices in this. Um, shall I say, X Files Tinder mm-hmm. uh, or Grinder? Just swiping. Just there's just they're swiping through the episodes. Skinner is, of course, uh, daddy. Numero uno. He's our number one pick. He's our number one pick. If we're doing a bachelor bachelorette situation, he would be our number one. Pick. He's the wifey. He... <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no. Who's the wifey in this series? Oh. Muller. A... I think Muller's yeah, Mulder's the, the wifey. wifey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. But previously, I forget what episode, Mulder and Skinner kind of had a falling out, didn't they? Yeah. They said, like, fuck you. Things got weird. It was the one with the trains. Yeah. (laughs) I remember there were trains. I remember there were trains. I don't remember. There was an alien in a suit. A bomb? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was definitely a bomb. (laughs) There was definitely a bomb. So Mulder and Skinner had a falling out. During the train episode, whichever one it was. Um, so Mulder's kind of shopping around. And then there's Red, who... Used to be a mentor to Mulder. And what that's I'm what getting. it seems like. And he mentioned, like, U... UCLA? No. He mentioned something with yeah. the Yeah And I think that it's... USI? Something like that. USI. Something to do with when they were in the... Yeah, some FBI training Training thing. thing. And it, it seems like... And Mulder said that, Red... Uh he he put himself too much into the mind of yeah, a murderer. Because he tried wanting to find out their emotions and shit. He was um what's it called? Uh something actor. Uh method actor. Yeah. He's a method method man. Method behavioral analyst. Method man. Meth- method man and red man. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um So that's how this whole thing is set up. And the the whole episode is Mulder is kind of doing what Red maybe has taught him or has talked about. Yeah. With him going into the mind of the murderer. It's very interesting. I guess. But I do have to, as one of my um, resolutions, Mm -hmm. I do have to give the X-Files some credit. Mm -hmm. Number one. I love the gore. Yeah, very good gore. Like, there was a scene when they're talking about this murderer, Mulder and Scully is in Mulder's office, and Mulder's using his flashy things. What are they called?
1: Uh, The big Slides?
0: Slides. His slides. (laughs) And it's just a bunch of fucking bloody faces. Yeah. And Scully's kind of... Over top of it, it's projecting on her. It looks really good, it look really cool. And a lot of the lighting was really good. The lighting and cinematogs in this episode were both really good. Really? And I would like to say the music was very good. Yeah, especially near the end where I got kind of like industrial meets Enya. <laughs> there is some electric viola. Yeah, it got really weird. And but I, I wasn't mad at. I, it. I was digging it. So I do have to say kudos to the I had a Very specific vibe. This episode, it but did. I did like. I did like it, and it was. Um, Directed by Kim... Something Manners. Something, Kim Manners. Who is a man and not a woman. Yes. Which I was excited that it was a woman. We we did get excited because we thought it was a female director. We now, were not correct. He directed Humbug and DPO. Interesting. And some other ones. I don't hmm. remember. what? Which, di- which one was DPO? <laughs> I just want to make the same joke we probably made during that episode. No, do it. Right? I don't remember. Oh, man. I don't know. Something about double penetration. <laughs> a deep, deep <laughs> you gotta get that deep oh <laughs> hey, we should have a new segment <laughs> wait, wait listen, listen wherein we go back to pre- oh my god, <laughs> and try to remember what the episodes were <laughs> I think we might have to do that in we our next mean, episode. We'd be really bad at That'd it. That'd be really funny. <laughs> well, maybe look forward to that. Listeners. Maybe. I don't know. Well, who knows? This we, is wild We're far. feeling it. We're feeling it. Where's Scully? What's Scully doing, though? I don't know, but she has, I wrote, she has very nice lipstick. She's wearing, like, a dark red lipstick. And it really pops in the blue lighting. It looks really good. So that's the things that we like about this episode. It's a very Mulder-centric episode. So we didn't like a lot of it. There's not, you're not getting a lot of skulls in there. (laughs) So, okay, I do have to say. Yeah. um, As, so Mulder is getting into this... This mentality of the artist and what he is feeling and thinking and he's going in and researching at the library. Uh, What? Oh, I just, I am excited about the part that we haven't gotten to yet. That's all. Okay. I make sure I cover it then. It's the, it's before the library. Okay. Then do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, It's really good. We got really excited about this I don't remember a lot. It's, uh, okay. So they go to Mostov studio. Yes. And there's a kitty, and they follow the kitty. Oh, yes. Into his secret room. Yes, the kitty shows them where to go. Yes, and the secret room is full of... Now, this will become a bone I have to pick later in the episode. But (laughs) A giant bone. A giant bone. But for right now, we were very excited. Yeah. And actually, I think during this part, I was, like, strangely charged about it. Yeah, you were really (laughs) into... You're making those weird groanings. I know, it was just like, oof, this is weird, but let's not talk about that any further. It's like you want this episode to be your New Year's date. My New Year's date was my cat. And how did that go? Her breath was terrible, (laughs) but she did give me a kiss. Aw, at midnight or at like 9 o'clock? Oh, at like 10 o'clock. 10 (laughs) o'clock, and then you went to bed. Yeah. That's very good. No, I stayed up. I saw a woman on fire. That's pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it? It was a controlled fire. Oh, okay. A controlled burn. It was a controlled burn. She had really nice shoes on. Awesome. Like dick stomping shoes on. Oh, damn. Right? That sounds good. I know. Okay, so in this scene that we both got very excited about, me perhaps erotically so. Yes. Um. I think it's just... Happy New Year's, friends. I think it's just that what we wanted to happen did happen, yeah. and that was very exciting. And then we ejaculated all over the couch. It was pretty gross, and it took a long time to clean up, honestly. <laughs> Your husband was kind of mad about it. Whatever, he'll live. <laughs> I mean, it happens every Tuesday, yeah, so... has gotta get used to it. <laughs> That's why he wants to put down the rubber sheets. Yeah, he's always trying to get us to put down those rubber sheets. <laughs> Not happening. He's hindering our style. <laughs> We raw dog it. Yeah. <laughs> Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday on the dot. <laughs> okay, so they go into this secret room and it's full of these clay gargoyles that Mostov has sculpted. And they're and they, they're cool. They're really cool. And they get closer and then Mulder sticks his hands in one of the faces and pulls the clay away, and there's a real dead body there's in there. A body there's a in body. There. And like Mulder goes like as if a 2 year old would do his like smash cake just like puts his fingers in there and yeah. rips it apart, and there's a body a, in there and with it. like quite the mustache oh yeah it was very bad very but very good yes <laughs> and i don't know why like you and i even before he's tearing apart this thing we're like there has to be a body in there please god let, please there, let, be let there be a body this <laughs> is really and that's that's so cool yeah it was a really cool scene like but Let's talk about this. Okay. Mulder finds a body. Yes. In these sculptures. Yes. We are only shown one at this point. Yes. Well, no, There we can see there are more sculptures in the room. There's more we're only shown one body. But the one gargoyle clay body mm-hmm. inside the body. Body inside a body. Now, for the rest of the episode, we're not shown. That this is an active crime scene. No, it's that's very peculiar about this episode is that no one seems to be like. Usually, if you have an active crime scene where the police are still gathering evidence and they're not ready, you know, to kind of release that space, there will be security of yeah. some kind, whether it's policemen or um, whether it's like a security force that's been hired. You know, you'll you know, you're Paul Paul Blart's. you're Paul Blart's, yeah. <laughs> Who would like be on the little segway and you know bump into these like bodies like, like whoa! <laughs> and he would like segway and just drag him across the floor. Oh, that's so goofy though. And Skinner would be like, "Paul Blart, this is an active crime scene, not again." And Paul Blart would be like, "Please kill me, because that's his th- that's his catchphrase that's his catchphrase. Yeah, please kill me." <laughs> No, that's Kevin James' catchphrase. Sorry. <laughs> I mixed those up all the time. I know. I get them so confused. Okay. <laughs> Kevin James, sponsor us. <laughs> he has some money. He's friends with, um, uh, who's that other fucking guy I want wiped off the face of the earth? Adam Sandler. Oh, God. He's friends with Adam Sandler. Awful. Yeah, right? I mean, you can sponsor us. Yeah, we wouldn't mind. If we suddenly, like, talk about Adam Sandler and our Kevin James in a perfect light... In any other X Files episode, it's because they're sponsoring, they're sponsoring us. us. They're paying us a lot of money, and we have in fact sold out. Yes, just for that's, how to be aware. that's how you know. That's how you know. So, Paul Blart destroys the no. Dark- well, what we were talking about, no, okay, is basically that Mulder just kind of comes and goes as he likes, and no one seems to know oh, when yeah, he's there. Yeah, but yeah. That's- not realistic. And the other thing is the other odd thing that I was very confused about and you pointed out is if there is a body in one gargoyle yeah, the law of gargoyles say there must be at least one more body in another Why gargoyle. Why would you not check all of them but when we go back to this room later in the episode there are still other intact gargoyles that have not been checked for bodies and, and I call fucking foul on that. And Mulder finds another body in another gargoyle near the end of the episode. And now that one I will say had probably been recently created
1: because that guy had been alive after
0: at least after they found the first body in the gargoyle so that was a recent sculpt because red he just (sighs) real weird face Um, i'm sorry had clay on his hands and so he had recently sculpted that one he was the murderer yeah all along we blew that one wide open for you, audience. Done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we have another half hour. Oh, go. no. Well, what are we going to do? That was the whole episode. The whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find things um, to talk about. We talked about the cat. Oh, no. There's still stuff to oh, talk tons. about. Oh, um, there's tons. There's to talk tons. There's tons. So, that, that was even though. Okay. So, I like how we presented this. We did like things about this episode. Yes. I liked a lot of things about this episode. If this episode, the aesthetic continued throughout the rest of the season, I would be pleased. Yeah, I think every now and then we get to these episodes where we're like, if every episode of the X-Files was like this episode, I could be really into it. I could be really into it. Like, weird stuff about the crime scene and not checking all the, the clay bodies notwithstanding, I would, like, the... It was not as bad as the last episode! No, it certainly wasn't. The aesthetic was very Hitchcockian, which I liked. And you've said that previously in other episodes. Yeah, I have. And I like like, that. Yeah, I like that too. I like that a lot. And I love the weird body gore stuff. Yeah. So there was some really cool stuff in this episode. And I think this is another one where it's like, if this was The X-Files, right? Yeah. But every episode of The X-Files is a different show. Which, you know, I don't watch a lot of ongoing series. Mm -hmm. Like... I think the, I mean, I watch, like, Netflix ones. Yeah. But nowadays we don't get 26 episode seasons. Yeah. We get 12 episodes. Unless it's a very formulaic show. Yeah. But what I think is interesting is, like, now when, back in the day when people still wrote spec scripts, which they don't really do as much anymore, mostly people write pilots. Uh Uh-huh. But back in the day when people wrote spec scripts, one of the main goals of a spec script is to write an episode of a show that sounds like... It fits in perfectly with the rest of the episodes in that show. The writing has the same theme, the same tone. Yeah. uh, And it fits in perfectly. Yeah. I feel like with an X-Files spec script, you could pretty much just write whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah, because what is the tone of the X-Files? There's no, like, regular... Every episode there is a different isn't. show. There isn't. You are completely right. And you right. can kind of pull out episodes in each season and say, well, if you just took these three they're episodes, the same tone. that's one show, and these five episodes, that's a different oh. show. So what's really weird is that it feels like because the tone jumps around so much from episode to episode, like, I'm they're try- writing, like, several different shows at once. Like, law. okay, so, like, law and- I'm trying to think of another, like... Crime.
1: Yeah, like Law and Order
0: is very cut and dry. It's and they're all the same. You know exactly what goes into a law and order. You know who does the murder after the dun dun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I can't think of another series that does it like this. And what's interesting is that like also, you know, X Files was maybe a bit of a precursor to a lot of the sort of formulaic Crime shows that came after it, yeah, like your CSI's, your Bones, your Criminal Minds, but that they're kind of stuff. all. I mean, CSI did have some kind of goofy episodes, yeah, but they were not. It wasn't the formula didn't change every single episode. No, the, the they had the same green, green in Vegas, blue in uh, lo, uh blue in Miami, mm-hmm. and then like they had the colors, right? Yeah. Same aesthetic, same camera shot, same everything. And maybe, like, 1 in 12 was a goofy episode. Yeah. But it was the same style. But what's interesting is, like, and like you can have a show where the formula is changed up from week to week and still have it be the same show. Yeah. But with X-Files, it's not just the formula. It's the formula. It's the cinematography, the lighting. It's the, like, the, the very tone of the show, the yeah. content. And it's not just, like... You know, Buffy shows, Buffy had standalone Monster of the Week episodes, yeah. and then episodes But it where... still felt like a Buffy episode. But The X-Files is so specifically built around this idea of being different every episode that you, I mean, that's how people put together watch guides, is they say, these are the episodes you want to watch if you want to get the, the lore, and these are the ones you watch if you want to have a good time. What episodes do we want to watch to have a good time? I feel like we're missing them out. That would be the X-Files porn parody. Oh, good. The truth is in here. My but- pussy. <laughs> I was going to say my butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, having a good time. That was a good discussion we just had. We had like a real critical discussion. That's what people, that's why people tune in to this <gasps> podcast. <laughs> we did- talk about poop or butts until the end i did have boobies in there yeah you had them and i made a pussy joke you did and i said but. so oh, i feel like we our have- format is keeping consistent <laughs> okay bye, bye. <laughs> so oh can God. we talk about this doctor though Rich dog. Okay, so another guy dies. He's the guy that we remember he was glowing... Blowing... And we said mm. he, he was glowing... He was blowing glass. He was blowing what? What was he blowing? Glass dicks. <laughs> glass dildos. <laughs> Which terrified me. Oh, God. I mean, I've never personally used one, but I've seen them I in, like, I hadn't even shops. considered that, but... You have them. All I can picture in my mind is like christmas tree ornaments that are phallic yep that's exactly what you know like the how some people have a christmas pickle i have a christmas pickle yeah like that but a glass dildo or just your christmas pickle well what do you think you use it for the rest of the year i think it depends on if your christmas pickle has glitter on it (laughs) so you don't don't people what do not use A Christmas pickle that has glitter on it as some sort of sexual device. Hey, hey, hey! But what if? But what if you have? What if you did? Well, because then you're gonna be just shitting and pissing glitter for the rest of your goddamn life. Pissing glitter, eh? Well, you know, it's all—it's all connected. What? No, it's not connected. It's—it's a circle of life down there. There's a flow. You get glitter one place, you get glitter everywhere. Oh, can I tell you something really awful? Yes. So... Please. um, Please. When I do a lot of eye makeup, Uh like my drag makeup or Mm -hmm. my burlesque makeup, I get a lot of eyeliner. Mm -hmm. And the thing they don't tell you about eyeliner is if you have a lot of it, and like glitter and eyelash glue and extra eyelashes... Um, and I, I cleanse my face afterwards, but I still have, I still, I don't have to wear eyeliner for, like, three weeks afterwards. <laughs> um, it, it gets in you. Oh. Like, so, when I go to sleep, I maybe get it in my tear ducts, and then the next morning, it, I wake up with it in my dry boogers. <laughs> that's fun. And that's how I know your eyes or nose are connected. Oh, I, my favorite thing is when, like, I dye wool. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I refuse to, like, well, because I'm an idiot, I don't wear a mask. Uh-huh. Um, like you're supposed to. uh uh-huh. um, But because you start with a dry powder and you mix it into water, after I dye wool, I am sneezing rainbows. And you're for crying blue. Oh, <laughs> yes. You're like a Mary, Mary's, holy Mary crying blood. Yeah. People come just, on like, pilgrims. <laughs> That'd oh, be boy. Good. That's a good vaudeville act. That would be good, just, yeah. Just cry colors. That's all you have to do, just be a sad clown. I- <gasps> That'd be so good. Well. Well, write it down. Okay. Um, TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Okay, so this glass blowing guy, he <sighs> dies. Oh, Yeah. And he's in the hospital. Oh, he! Can we say who he looks like? Yes, Adam Driver, and who's the other kid? Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. If had they a had baby a baby, it would be him. Him, and they blew glass dildos. Yeah, it would be him. Pickles, pickles, Christmas pickles, but not glitter kind. Not glitter pickles. <laughs> um, that's a tip from me to you. <laughs> glass tip. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm trying to get to this doctor. Sorry, do it, do it, do it. Just do it. <laughs> I'm try- I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's in the hospital. This boy who's like really unrelated to the whole rest of the episode, except that he died. I don't does he die? Do- I don't. He know. got attacked. Anyways, so Muller and Scully and Red Foreman are all arguing. Yes. In his room, and then the doctor's like, "I think you need to have your conversation somewhere else." And then she just like kind of goes. Because the kid's, like, spasming, and she goes, like, shh, shh, and she, like, pets his head, and I'm like, is that how you doctor? (laughs) Well, if Pokemon Sun and Moon have taught me anything, is when you're ill, you just gotta rub its tummy. (laughs) That's true. By the way, Pokemon update, I am now currently playing Pokemon Moon. Yeah. Because my report cards are done, so, and all my children are very beautiful. We're gonna have to post some pictures of our children. Yes. My starter's name is Tater Tot. Mm-hmm. He's a Rowlet. I also have Marshmallow and Hot Mustard. Hot mustard. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I haven't played in a while. Why not? Oh, you know. Fallout. Been, been busy watching Survivor. <laughs> You guys, I'm binging all the seasons of Survivor, starting from the most recent. But backwards. Yeah, so I started with Millennials versus Gen X, and now I'm on Worlds Apart, where everyone is a garbage human being. Oh god, isn't everyone a garbage human being on that series anyway? No, some people are very good. You can't convince me. The most recent season had a, now. This is now a Survivor podcast. <laughs> the most recent had a very surviving Survivor. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your garbage. Oh play out less. out. fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the most recent episode was very good because there was a, a sweet boy named Zeke on it and he um was the only out uh gay cast member. Yeah. And then he went on a uh got a reward and went on a reward with this Boston cop, this middle-aged Boston cop. Who uh, then, you know, said, you're not the only gay person here. And he's like, what, you? And he's like, yeah, but my generation, we don't talk about it that much. And then it was really touching. And Zeke talked about how, like, guys like that cop, like, paved the way for him to be able to come out at 14. Oh, and then they held hands. Well, they didn't hold hands, but it was very sweet. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, and then I watched that and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) But now we have to talk about the X-Files. Oh, Fuck. God damn it. Okay. Okay, there's a monologue. And... Oh, God, that monologue lasted for 15 minutes. Yeah, and we kind of figure out that, like, Red is, like, gaslighting Mulder. Yeah, it's really weird. He's, like, obsessed with Mulder. He's, like, obsessed with him. He's obsessed. He's, like, obsessed. It's, like, single white detective. It's, like, he's molding, instead of gargoyles, he's just molding, like, clay figures of Mulder. Like, alone in his room. Like, he has a plate of mashed potatoes and he's just carving it in the form of Mulder's potato face. This is important. This means something. <laughs> um, so he's like you're disappointing me Mulder. Yeah I expected more from you. And so Mulder kind of that's the catalyst of Mulder kind of just being dragged in further and further into yeah, this. He goes off the madness. fucking. And this is, this is where I have a hard time distinguishing what is real and what is not. Yeah but I think now it's clear in the end. Now it's clear in the, in the end. In the end. It doesn't really matter. Nope. I've, we've come so far. And something... Something, something so some hard. hard. And in the end, does it uh, doesn't really matter. doesn't matter. So, I think I've... <laughs> I had too far oh, no, to lose no, it. No, okay. no, no. Doesn't no. really matter? We, we did it. It doesn't cool. matter. Um, I do... The only thing... I think you've cleared up the body thing yeah. in the thing where it's... There's new bodies being formed all the time. Yeah. There's new bodies being formed all Ooh, the time. Oh, just sky. being formed out a clay. <laughs> uh, but the the idea of a open crime scene is still kind of yeah, weird. It's very weird. And that, that there were other... But I mean, it definitely seemed like there were other... Like, here's the thing. If this is your crime scene, you go in, you're like, there's clay things, they're full of bodies, you get rid of all the bodies, yeah. and then you go back and there's more yeah. un- un-covered clay people? That like, are being added. Uh, why are you not, like, are I you, mean, like, this is, are you just, like, willfully ignorant? Are you just that bad at your job? Like, closed circuit, at least you're gonna have some cameras in there, right? Yeah. Because Red was all up in there all like, the time. Like, it's really fucking... Just not. But I did like. I did like the kind of nod of, Muller's getting real, real like deep into it, and he's like he's just bows just bows deep, deep. Oh. and he's like staying and like carving and drawing himself, and then there's this like thing where his f- fingerprints are on like a murder. Oh, can we talk about my favorite part, though? What? <laughs> you were very tired of me in that moment. No, I
1: know. <laughs> I lightened it up,
0: though. Um, wh- oh, it's the part where Mulder is uh, using the clay turntable oh, in, like, yeah. the scene from Ghost, and Unchained Melody plays, and the Red comes up behind him and guides his hand. My My love. Love. That was very good. That shot was really, good. it was really good. Uh, but you're right, Mulder. They did find Mulder's prints on the crime scene weapon. So the crime weapon. This episode was done in a way of you. You realize Mulder's going off the deep end, and yes. then you're like starting to question his choices and what he's seeing. Yes. And, and for the first time, I kind of I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Like, a- and it wasn't out of character from Mulder. I didn't feel like it was out of left field. You're right. It was, it was really cool. Like the way that suddenly Skelly's calling him and you don't know what he's going to do. Oh, so there is a scene that I, okay. So throughout Red has a boy. Yes. Um, and this boy, I don't know his name. He's a detective. Mm-hmm. He's a young detective. He got bit by someone. Yeah. Um. That's weird. He did. I thought that was gonna turn into. Something yeah, me weird. too. Like he's gonna start turning to clay. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Write that episode. I'm gonna write that spec script. Oh God. Uh, uh, so we Mulder is basically in and out of this artist studio, and one night he sees a pile of blood, and he follows it, and it's the detective boy. It's his arm. Is his arm. And I guess the rest of them? Well, the rest of him was inside the Oh, that's right. Yeah. The rest of us inside Clay. So what's really weird to me, and it was it was a really well done is Scully um gets a phone message from the detective boy, Red's detective boy. Yes. And he's like, I think I found what's going on and he dies. Yeah. And so she calls the phone back, and it's Mulder. Mm -hmm. And Mulder straight out says, like, doesn't say, I found a dead body or anything. Yeah, she says, you know where he is, and Mulder says, no, No. I don't know where he is. Which, like, is crazy. Yeah. So I thought, I started to question, like, what is he doing? Yeah, that was It was really good. That was good. I enjoyed that. Kudos. Yeah. Anyway, um... I think we can just kind of close it up, right? Yeah, I think we kind of got all... Oh, we should talk about our background boy. Oh, yeah. This... What's our background boy song? Do you remember? Background boy, he's in the back. Doing it again. Background boy. Something like that. Good. Um. So this background boy, this episode's background boy, is brought to you by this man who is in the evidence room. In the, he shows Scully in the evidence room. And then... And then a phone rings very loudly and he says, oh, I have to go get that. And then he runs away. runs away. And then he comes back, but you don't see his face because he's covered in shadow. He says, it's for you. It's Skinner. And that's it. What a good background boy. Very good. I just want, like, a loop of him running back. (laughs) Yes. Running there and then running back and then running there because that's all he did. Very good. A plus. Yeah. Good job. Oh, so Red did the crime and he goes to jail. Red does the crime. So, the thing about it is, it's like, you're like the guy who played the Joker. Not the one recently, but the one before. Yeah. Who was also in the night movie. You know the one. Heath Ledger? Yeah. Heath Ledger. And you got too far deep in. Got balls deep. You put the pickle too far in. Yeah you can't get it out now. Oh, boy. You want a flared base. A flared pickle base. Yeah. You want a cucumber that really is shaped to your insides. But also, like, uh, you want to make sure you can get that bad boy out of there. <laughs> um, it just fell in. <laughs> it just fell on just it. just fell right in. I was in the shower and <laughs> I was making <laughs> a salad. <laughs> shower salad, yeah. <laughs> and it just fell on it. Doctor? Anyway. I think we're done. Yeah, let's read this bitch. I read it on a spooky scale. Yeah. Five is I can never, ever sleep, ever, 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 ever. That's hard. One is I want to nap right now. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, well, I do want to nap. But, you know, some of the imagery was really good. I'm yeah. going to give this, like, um, a three. That's fair, I think. Because I can, some spooky stuff. I can close my eyes and see the Nosferatu faces. Oh, yeah. They're good faces. They're very good. <laughs> you, What do you rate on? I rate on a rage scale. Yep. Uh, it goes from one to excelsis day, and one means I liked it. One means it was, a pr- it was perfect. It was a perfect. It was a hole in one. Have we ever... Ooh, that's good. Have we ever no. gotten a hole in one? Nope. We've gotten a hole in two. We got gotten a hole in two. A birdie. Is that what that's called? I think so. Okay. I just like that. Yeah. Birdie. I don't see why not. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this a four. Wow. Really good. Yeah. I liked a lot of parts of it. There were a couple things that made me angry. They didn't think through all the way, but that's why it's a four. I kind of feel like, I hope we get popular enough to get a wiki because I want some super fan of ours to track... (laughs) To track our ratings, that because would be I cool. would be really cool interested in like what are actually our favorite episodes because I don't remember. Yeah, someone do some mad statistics. Do it anyway. I have a personal X files for you. I'm very excited. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you unless we get abducted. We will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X file. It's about. It's about. Naked thing. (laughs) I wish I could bottle the facial expression (laughs) you just made. (laughs) There's a lot of double chins. Okay. From the dailymail.co.uk website. Uh, I know, right? They, they have my favorite news stories. <laughs> um, I, th- I believe they did the Sexy Train article? I Yep, yeah, they definitely did. So the, from, from the uh, reputable news source that gave you the Sexy Train article comes this article titled, Homeowner in rural Arizona ordered to remove naked nine-foot gargoyle statue because neighbors complained about its offensiveness. Oh my god! Yes! Now, be- <laughs> Slam dunk! <laughs> now, before I... Um, Read kind of the outline of this article. Allison, Mm. I want you to just take a gander. Oh, damn. Can you just describe what's going on in that picture? Oh, there is a devil. Yeah. He's a gargoyle. He's got some big wings. Yeah. He got a... I don't want to say little, but... I mean, it's thin. He got got a thin... It's not thick, that's for (laughs) sure. (laughs) It's like, okay, you know when you get your hot dog? Yeah. And you got those Hebrew Nationals. Yeah. And then you got, like, the Oscar Mayer Wiener ones yeah. that you get at a ballpark. It's not... It's no Hebrew National. He's got an Oscar Mayer. He's got an Oscar Mayer. Hey, Oscar Mayer, we'll stop talking shit about you if you uh, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Hebrew National, you sponsor us. You sponsor us, L'Hime. yeah. <laughs> you got them thick dogs. <laughs> an Arizona artist has been ordered to remove a fully naked nine-foot gargoyle statue he mounted on his property because some neighbors have complained that the well-endowed... Endo- well is this well-endowed. I don't think so. Has this article ever seen a dick before? <laughs> no. No. That the sculpture is offensive. David Smith says he re- received a complaint from the county code enforcement officers uh, the day after he moved his massive wielded metal statue onto the property in rural Paulden, Arizona. Uh, but Smith, 56, is refusing to move the beast, which he spent 1,500 hours and nearly several years welding. Damn, take another year, make that thing bigger. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a bit rushed. He says his it's his constitutional right to keep the statue on <laughs> his property. Okay.
1: And it was never
0: meant to offend anyone. And here's the man himself. Oh boy. Love it. Now where does that fall in the constitution? The right to dick gargoyles. The right to bear dicks. The right to bear dicks. It's your second and a half amendment. So if you're a furry. We're just into bears. E- oh, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, when Smith, who is a metal worker by trade, constructed the gargoyle, he added a penis to it. It just needed to be there. It's part of him. I don't really like Ken dolls. Everything has a sex. Fucking twist of the end out of left field. He says he'll fight in court to keep the sculpture. Is this like a... Uh, oh, man. Oh, he's got a cute butt, though. Oh, it do have a the gargoyle cute, but the gargoyle, not the man. I don't I don't care for this man anymore. I guess you know what yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh, I guess we're kind of like spoiled by genital sculptures. Yeah. Because we are Vancouver's home to the the boner sta- boner Satan? Yes, boner Satan. And that dick was like nine foot. That thing was crazy. It was a bike handle. Oh my god. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, we'll put up well, uh, that's this. that's a Christmas pickle. <laughs> we'll put up this article I'm probably boner satan yeah too yeah why not why not just throw them up there I mean throw up the horns throw up the you know Mm. the single horn leo the downstairs horn (laughs) (laughs) okay let's that's what rhinos call their dicks downstairs horn downstairs horn okay well I'm glad we cleared that up yeah let's do a prediction yeah it's your turn to predict good anything could happen based on a name Anything can happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay. Good. Give (laughs) me the thing. Give me the thing. Give me the pickle. Oh, boy. Give me that diggle pickle. You are rowdy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, me. so uh, Season 3, Episode 15, is entitled Piper Maru. Maru? Like the kitty cat.
1: <laughs> he likes to
0: fit in boxes. Oh, I don't know if it's like that Maru. Okay, what's the... Oh, I know that Maru, and I know the Kobayashi Maru. Right? <laughs> The Kobayashi... I don't think it's related to the Kobayashi Maru. It might be vaguely related to the Komagata Maru. Komagata Maru? Kobayashi Maru. That's the Star Trek one. Yeah. Komagata Maru. That was the ship in um, Vancouver's harbor. And what did it do? Uh, It was filled with men that wanted to come onto land, and the government said, no, you can't. Oh! Um... From Sri Lanka? Actually, I don't know if they're related. They just have similar names. Okay, Maru. Maru. The cat. Named after the cat. Yeah, Piper the fat, Maru. The fat cat. Okay. Oh, in boxes. I'm going to not go on the cat direction. I'm going to go on the Star Trek. Okay. Because that's what I know. Yeah. That Kobayashi. Um, the Kobayashi hag. So, uh, it's about like a military kind of situation where you can't win. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, but you know, Picard won. He always wins. I thought it was um, right? Not Picard. I thought it was the first one. I don't. <laughs> the know. first one. I don't know Luke anything. Luke Skywalker. I don't know anything about Star Trek. Luke Skywalker, the first one. <laughs> the first one. The first space boy. The first that nice space boy. Uh, Doc Brown. Oh God, Luke Skywalker is such a soft boy. He's a soft boy. You no, know, he's a bit of a rat bag. <laughs> Anyway, Not a piss kid? That's our... Welcome to Rebels Podcast. <laughs> We're your host, There's Michael- a little crossover. Michael Cohen and the other guy. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I don't listen to any other podcast. Come on. Anyway. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this dick again. Okay. Okay. Inspire me, dick. Uh, so... Military yeah. maneuvers. Okay. You get a half Military, half point for that. military maneuvers. Half point if it's um, military related. Half point if it's... I'm going to actually say, like, let's go, like, World War Two. Okay. And we're going to go with a... Not a ship, because we've had, like, go ships. I'm going to go with, like... Mm, uh, plane? Mm-hmm. A bomber. Oh. It's a bomber. <gasps> ooh. 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 I know. <laughs> What do you think it is? It is the lost plane that held the third nuclear bomb. Oh shit! And guess what? What? It's it went it went missing. It was supposed to bomb Tokyo. Oh, but it never did because it went over the Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Okay. so half point for, like, World War II. II, half point for... Missing plane? No, half point for Triangle. Triangle, Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 For Bermuda yeah, Triangle, yeah. cool. I'm excellent. Sounds good. About this. I can tell, you're bouncing all over. Okay, it's time for food. Let's go get Din Din. Yeah, your hus- husband is, a uh, Husby, is making husby. us some sous vide steak. Yeah, so fancy. steak He's been watching a lot of Tonk Chef. Oh, really? No, he hasn't. Oh, um, Okay. If you're going to see, like, art about what we eat, we put that on our Instagram. Yeah, we do. Double X Files. Uh, you can also look at our Twitter, Double X Files, and we're on Facebook at Double X Files. That's where we're going to put all those sweet dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where else are we? Uh, you can also email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com, and we're on Tumblr at fuck yeah Files. And if you love us, and you want to give us some sweet internet money, you can go to Patreon.com slash thunderquack and donate. $7 a month gets you a snail mail club yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing for January. Probably something really cool. Probably something but really cool. But can I tell you, for February, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Yay! And it's going to be super awesome. Oh, I'm excited. I don't know why, but it's going to be super awesome. <laughs> Oops. Oh. Okay. uh, Oh, just one more reminder. If you want to make sure we have a really sweet, swell twenty seventeen, like we hope you're gonna have, uh, you can maybe just write us a little iTunes review. Yeah. Your new year's resolution. Forget about forget about going to the gym. That's bullshit. You're you're not gonna go. Forget about bettering yourself and others around you. Remember, that's garbage. Remember to better us. Yeah, better us. Better us. Better us. Better us? Butter us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cover us in butter, and then send us to iTunes. Butter us up by oh, iTunes review. Heyo, 2017. Butter us up, <laughs> please. Please butter us. Please up. butter us. Okay, we're two English muffins, and so we just gotta get. Just waiting for that weird. butter just to a melt all over Okay, us. well. It's getting weird. Let's grab our pickles and get out of here. Okay. Uh, until next time, the truth, truth is out, out there. there. That was really weird. That got that weird. weird. That got weird. <laughs>